Y'all come on in, come on in. Happy Juneteenth to you. Happy Black Music Month to you. Y'all come on in. Hey. Y'all come on in. Gather around. Gather around. Happy Fish Fry Friday. It's June the 19th. We still in 2020. We still got coronavirus. Welcome to North Carolina where you have to have a mask on in Wake County now. Until further notice on top of that, all right? Y'all come on in. I'm going to give you a few more minutes to get yourself together. Grab your tea. Grab your dinner. Get your fish plate. I just finished my fish plate today, y'all. And it was it was actually pretty good. We had salmon today. So y'all come on around. Get yourself together. I'm going to give y'all about 30 more seconds. I am. I'm in my James Brown mood today, y'all. I'm in, in, the, in the mood for James Brown. And if anybody knows James Brown, you know that he, he's always been the one. And he'll let you know, hey, listen, say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. So I'm going to give you all about 30 more seconds. Get yourself together. No, Alexa's not with me today. I'm actually um, alone. And I'm actually, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how, how, how me and Alexa are going to do today. So y'all gather around, gather around everybody. It's Fish Fry Friday. Happy Fish Fry Friday. Again, shout out to the class of 2020. For those of you that don't know, today is, today is Juneteenth. And for those of you who don't know, I think I mentioned Juneteenth probably earlier in one of my podcasts, but Juneteenth was the actual June the 19th. I think it's 1865 was the day that the Union soldiers arrived in Galveston, Texas to inform people that you are now completely free. So with that being said, that's where we get Juneteenth from. So shout out to all the people that have decided to, you know, come and be a part of Juneteenth. Like I say, we've been doing this for a little while now. And, um, Juneteenth is something that everybody should be proud of. You know, like they say, that's, you hear it? That's right. Brother, we can't quit. We can't quit, y'all.
right. So you heard it first. Be black and be proud for Juneteenth, for Black Music Month. Find you a musician. Tell them thank you. A lot of our founders of music, sometimes they get left behind or actually forgotten about. So don't forget about that. First things, y'all, like I say, happy Fish Fry Friday. It's your girl, the real Dana Dane here. And like I say, my job is to be informative and to be entertaining. Big shout out to all the clergy. One of my sisters in the shop reminded me of this. Sometimes people go to church, been going to church 100 years, and things like this happen. And people that are elderly, and a lot of them that are not mobile, are not seeing the church congregation. But when they pay their tithes or when they there, they see everybody. So big shout out to the clergy, deacons, deaconess. Even if you're just doing your own little missionary work that's going out and seeing people and, you know, finding out the needs of the people, great, great job, great job. Big shout out to all the food banks who are overloaded with providing families with meals um if you know somebody or if you're in need of those type of services please please i do ask you make sure that you get in contact with me contact one of my team members let them know we'll be glad to figure out what we can do now listen don't call us talking about no money because like i said we talking about groceries okay all right we talking about people who really 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 are in need. So if you ain't in need, don't call me. Don't call me with the fooleries, okay? So let's move right along. You know, again, congratulations to the class of 2020. Um, let me say this. And I'm gonna be real honest. Some of your children won't gonna make it through high school. Some of your kids was in the 12th grade. And they was barely making. So the coronavirus coming along, it did absolutely nothing but help your children. Now, here's what I want you to do. Because like I say, it was some kids out here that was really, really were not going to graduate. So if you know these young people or if they are in your life or in your family, let me tell you something. If they made it. And did all of that makeup work and all of that online work to get out of high school, they can do something else, okay? So, I, and I'm telling you, encourage them to not stop right there at high school. Let them go do something else. Find out if they want a trade. Listen, it's been brought to my attention that, that uh, they put a waiver on SATs, ACTs, college applications, entry fees. Listen... Now is the time. Now is the time because if you had a kid that was one of those who was right on that line of coronavirus fail and not graduating from high school, then you should really reevaluate the kid. Because like I said, if they push through all of that work from February to May and got it done and got a cap and gown and a diploma, then they can do more than just that. It's just showing that they can do it. So, I listen, my advice is that you push them, keep pushing them, don't let them sit around and, and absolutely do nothing now. Because when that happens, sometimes we make a mess of the children. All right, so let's move right along, okay? So now we have a uh, 
new law that went into effect that says that uh, people in Raleigh starting Friday at 4 p.m. are required to wear a mask. And that's one of the, you know, top news sports. North Carolina's highest corona hospitalization has happened for the second week in a row. Okay? So, this is why they're making some of these requirements, you all, requirements that they're making is because, you know, coronavirus is out there and we've had some new outbreaks. And um, health experts say that they understand that the mask is uncomfortable, but they also say that it plays a role in protecting people against the virus. So they say they hope that um, mandated face covering will kind of curb the possibility of a second infection coming through. And um, so right now, if you um, don't have a mask, I advise you to go get one, especially if you're coming to the Cat City. Get a mask. Like I said, they everywhere. If you don't get a disposable mask, just get something. Look, protect yourself. You know, get a mask that you're gonna be comfortable in. But again, it does. It's able to cover your nose and your mouth and be as tightly fitting as possible. Is the benefit of having on a mask. So if you got one of the little loose masks hanging all off your face, or you got the mask and it's down on your chin, um, that's not gonna work. Cloth masks can be laundried regularly, um, and these disposable surgical masks could be replaced anytime. They should be replaced if, you know, your disposable mask, if you got it soiled or you've been breathing in it. I seen one little girl, she went to drooling. I don't know what happened to her. She was getting her hat and got the drooling at the mouth or something. It was like her mask went. And... <laughs> I'm like, what? They was like, her mask wet. Why? Where is it with it? You know, like, what is going on? Her mask wet all on it. Well, she was drooling at the mouth. I don't know. Listen, wipe her mouth, wipe the mask out, and keep it pushing. Like, I look. Yeah. It's that. It's those kind of days, y'all, that we having whenever we um encounter people. Yeah. I went the other day to pick up some stuff from the shop and. That's what happened. Little girl, she said a mask with her. But hey, that listen, that's fine. Um, people who don't have access to a mask, you can use scarves, you can use bandanas, you know, nothing that is not ideal, but it's better than nothing. So, you know, make sure that you are in line. Um, Raleigh and Nightdale mandates the following requirements that have been in place for weeks. Durham and Orange County also. So uh, make sure that you're following the rules. I don't know if they're passing out tickets or not, but I don't I don't really want to find out. So that's our uh, update. They did have a new outbreak of coronavirus in the area, y'all. So I think that's why it kind of like uh, just kind of all fell down at once. It kind of seemed like it's a lot, but... Think we should have been wearing masks to start with, if you ask me. But that's not my decision. I have been wearing a mask. I tell you that much. Um, I just, you know, with with everything going on and you're not knowing where people are, 
But when they bend, it might be best that you do protect yourself and wear a mask. What else is going on in the news? Let's take a little bit of, let's go a little bit further, y'all. Let's, um, like I said, you know, it is, it's Black Music Month. We got a lot, a lot of people don't even realize that George Clinton, did y'all know George Clinton? That's right, Funk Master is from, guess what? The great state of North Carolina. And hold on one second. I'll tell you what city he's from. (laughs) I'm reading my notes, but uh, of course y'all know my notes don't, they don't never, um, they don't never really help me. Well, they help, but you know, I don't know. I don't like notes. I don't like to follow, but my team say follow. Okay, so back to George Clinton. Like I said, George Clinton, he's the artist that I found that I found to be very, very, you know, I like George Clinton. I like his music. He's the godfather of, you know, funk. And he is. He is from Kannapolis, North Carolina. Now, if y'all don't know what Kannapolis is, it's a little small town between... Um, well, it ain't a small town. Kannapolis is probably the biggest town once you get out that way going toward Charlotte. Yeah, Kannapolis, Concord, um, China Grove, Landis, out that way. It's on the western side of North Carolina. So, and actually he has. He's retired. And for some reason, I think he's actually returned to his hometown area. So, big shout-out to George Clinton, the P-Funk master. Um, y'all know we got all of this protesting, and we had another victim of police brutality last week. And I was listening to um, some people and some other podcast people, and... We've all came to the conclusion that ooh, it takes a lot to say this because y'all know how I feel about my young people, you know, they, but we have all come to the conclusion that they probably are the greatest generation ever. Okay. Not only the black kids. The black kids are really, really something special this generation. And I say that because it's almost like the good Lord and God Almighty has um, made these things and made these shakeups happen. But you got to understand that our black kids, all of them have been born out of suffering and slavery from out of their families. And it's been generations of this. And this particular generation, black, white, Asian, it's a beautiful thing to see them unite together. And they're rising up together and saying, no, no, we are the new, new, and we're not taking no old, old shit from y'all, okay? That's pretty much what they're saying. They are still protesting at this point. It seems to be pretty peaceful, you know, so let's just make sure that that we are doing what we're supposed to do far as teaching them and leading them the, um, the correct way. And a lot of it's going to come from, you know, encouraging them to do the right thing at all times. And on top of that, if they are, like I tell them all the time, if y'all out protesting or if it's a group of y'all, y'all need to have 
everybody's name, date of birth, you know, and it need to be the real information because if something happens, you want to be able to protect your team. You want to be able to say, you know, this person was with us or no, that person, you listen, that person ain't on our list. So if they over there tearing up shit, no, they won't with us. That's what you have to do now. Now, I also am doing some research because a lot of people's questions have been coming up. Where's the black lives? If one more person asks me where black lives money is going, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because it really ain't nothing that I can do. Just know that I am. Like I say, this is an informative channel. So I am doing my due diligence to find out what is going on with the money that Black Lives Matters have raised. Now, my whole thing is that I understand what they do. I understand they like a little crusade of people and they out here and they going city to city, state to state. Now, at one time, I noticed that they did. They actually all travel. Now, I do know that I tell you, wait, let's go back. Because they do. They have setups in different states. Now, they don't have a setup in every state, but they got BLMs in different states and areas. So, with that being said, I understand how your distribution may work of your funding is that it goes to those local branches. However, if they make it to that local branch, I need to make sure that y'all make sure it get to the community and to the people who need it. Okay? Now, if y'all... Y'all better find these Black Lives, Black Lives Matter people before I do because at this point, what we're hearing that they're doing with the money is not good. And that's not okay. You cannot use our um, hurt and heartache. You will not use our hurt and heartache for the gang of public and political bases. And I'll be the whistleblower. Okay? So... I am doing my due diligence. I am trying. Listen, at this point, if y'all got a phone number for them, send it to me by email. Remember, I'm a professional, so don't inbox me absolutely nothing. If you have a phone number for them, send it to me. If you have a new, if you have a better email than I do, send it to me. Better yet, if you see any of them, tell them that the real Dana Dane is looking for their, um, what, their administration team, okay? I'm looking for their admin team. I'm looking for their CFO, their CEO, founder, and president. And you can tell them I said it. Because it makes no sense what I'm hearing is going on. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that these kids go out here and they're protesting and they're doing the right thing. And people are seeing it and they're giving to a cause that they say, okay, well, this is, you know, look, this is a good cause. Hey. Cut out the extra. If y'all find out more than I do, please, please, please. I, I encourage you to let me know, please. So, events for Juneteenth this weekend. Let's move right along. So, we talked about George Clinton. He was my music person. Um, I'm going to talk about a city. Because, like I say, it's Juneteenth. And it's um, every day is Black History Day for me, y'all. And anybody knows me? <laughs> oh, I am unapologetically black all the time. All the time. So, if, um, events for Juneteenth are going on all over. And I know that, y'all, one of my teammates is, is telling me something. 
And I know that, you know, um, and I know that a lot of people were saying, oh, well, we had never heard of, um, Juneteenth and, you know, we don't, we don't, um, know anything about that. I mean, it was amazing to hear the people talk about, um, how, they had never heard of anything like this. But what here's my thing. The same way now, and, and I ain't gonna tell you no lie. Okay, so everybody, whenever they were in Fayetteville the other week, people kept saying, um, oh well, they want to burn down the the little covenant house or whatever it was. Um, the market house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The market, the market, the market house. Okay. They wanted to burn down the market house. Right. And I, and I say that because I did, I just, I forgot about the, uh, I forgot what the name of it was, but here's the thing is that when they started turning about talking about burning down the market house, it was not me that actually knew that it was a slave market house. It was Stedman. Whenever Stedman seen it, Stedman said, hey. He said, you know, that's the market house in Fairfield. He was like, that's where they sold the slave. You got you got a package deal over here, okay? People say, oh, well, only four slaves were sold there. Lies you tell, okay? This was a marketplace. This is where you actually could go and you could buy your land and a slave. Yeah, ain't that about nothing? You get the land and the slave all in one, okay? So there's a lot, like I say, with Juneteenth, there are events that are going on everywhere. They've got um, musicians and advocates and people from labor departments. Like, get with your local city and find out what's going on. I know DJ Jazzy Jeff does something in Colorado. I know right here in Durham. I'm not sure if Durham, usually Durham is the triad place. Well, if you're in Raleigh, Durham, or Chapel Hill in this particular area. I know Fayetteville does one too. I think they do something around the, um, um, I don't know if it's the Air Force, the Air, not, I don't even know. Is that an Air Force base? I don't know. Whatever base that is. Or if they do it, maybe they do it in the park down there. So maybe it's the park. There's a lot of great movies that you all should catch. Um, and usually your smaller towns are having um, different events. I know that there's a food truck rodeo that's going on now. As a matter of fact, they're probably getting ready to wrap it up in Charlotte, the Juneteenth Festival of the Carolinas. Um, and that, like they say, it's more than enough. There's something, and Winston-Salem has one at um, Stageville that they're going to be doing. Um, like I say, Durham has the one wherever they they usually do theirs on Saturday. Then I heard something about, they said 45 said he made Juneteenth a great day to remember. No, you didn't. You was going to get your ass kicked about Juneteenth is what was going to happen. And Saints, get the oil. That's the only thing I tell you, Saints. Get the oil. 
You don't like what I said? Get the oil. Pour it on me. Because that's what was really going to happen. <laughs> okay? So, yeah, like I say, the Durham, Durham is having a festival. Rocky Mount. Ha- oh, yeah, Rocky Mount has a big one. Rocky Mount has the one. They call it the Empowerment Festival in Rocky Mount is what they call it. But, yeah, they have a big one. Wait, wait. Actually, hold on. Okay, my team just informed me that um, Juneteenth festivals for Rocky Mount have been postponed until further notice. So, don't go to Rocky Mount looking for a Juneteenth festival, y'all, okay? But there are, there's still some other places. And even if you don't get out and go anywhere, read about it. Go read about it. I heard somebody say, oh, that's not real. That just started this year. That's a political. No, it's not something that we advertised. Okay. It was something that we kept that was personalized. Let me tell you something. I wrote this down because I can remember, and even now, 4th of July come, the only reason why my family does anything now is that years ago, we had a tragedy in our family and we lost one of our dear, 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 dear loved ones. And um, that's the only reason, and it, that's the only reason why we do anything around the 4th of July now. But let me tell you something. There was no 4th of July cookouts. You was not going to no damn picnics, and you didn't drink no red juice at our house, okay? No. Won't no Kool-Aid going around. If you see my sister, ask about that red punch she bought to the house, and, and my daddy was not okay with it. Okay, and that did a tremor on me that, listen, red juice is no. Red juice is a no. My kid ain't asking what red Kool-Aid tastes like. He can't tell you if he did. And I ain't going to tell you that he can't tell you, but if he had it, he didn't have it at home. Okay, I'm sure, as a matter of fact, I'm sure he's had it. He just didn't have it at home is what I'll say. Okay, so like I said, some things we just did not tell everybody about because, even if we said something at that point, do you think y'all, you people would have been invited? No. Y'all couldn't come to the family reunion or the cookout? No. Nobody, we didn't want, no, no. When they pulled up on, and, and pulled up on that shore in Gaveston, Texas, June 19, 1865, guess what? We didn't want to see them people no more, okay? Thank you. Have a good day. We out. So everything else we did. Listen, if it wasn't real, trust me, you wouldn't you wouldn't see people um, in the spirit of Juneteenth now. Okay, because here's the thing. There's a lot of stuff, like I say, between the marketplace and this city that I'm getting ready to talk about here, right here in North Carolina. What I really want you to know is that. As a Carolina girl born and raised, I I am. I'm proud. But listen, the education that I got and the things that was in those textbooks, I think for, I think we had North Carolina history in fifth grade or fourth grade. I know we had it in eighth grade. I know we studied it in high school. And, And here's the thing. I ain't never read in any of those books anything about that marketplace in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And I never heard anything about this place called Soul City, North Carolina. Now, I'm not even going to tell you. As a matter of fact, I'm headed to Soul City tomorrow afternoon. 
regardless of if it rains. My baby Peyton has a birthday tomorrow, but after that, I am headed to Soul City. Now, for those of you that don't know where Soul City is, I challenge you to go find it, not only on a map, but take a ride. I'm not even going to say too much about this place, but this was the utopia place for black people in North Carolina. That's what I'll say, okay? And the place still exists. It's still standing, you know? And the the things that the civil rights leader, he actually was an activist, Kilpatrick was, and um, he had a vision. He basically had the same vision that they had for Rosewood, the same vision that they had for uh, Oklahoma, the same vision for Black Wall Street and Durham. Those same envisions. This man had them. But y'all always know what they say. There's always somebody. There's always somebody. And that old good old boy, Mr. Jesse Hems, is the reason why a lot of y'all don't hear anything about Soul City right now. Okay? The reason why they say, oh, well, why don't you all just make a place? We had that. We had that. And you know what they said? Oh, to have an urban place like this and not have any people that are not of color there, that's racist. That's going to be a problem. We don't, we, we, we think everybody should be, we didn't say that when y'all forgot about our damn 40 acres and a mural. I still ain't got that. I ain't got it yet. I ain't got it. So I encourage you, if you don't have anything to do, find some of these places. There's another place actually on the western side of North Carolina. It's actually close up into the mountains. And this particular place was um, like a utopia too. But it's to my understanding that the people who bought it have turned it into a damn weed farm. I'm going to go check that out too. Because I want to see what you're doing. I want to see what you're growing and why you got to come all the way up here in the corner like this and grow it. Something going on. They got the property blocked off now when you go up there. Like, you can't even get in. I'm like, what in the world happened? That's when they, they hey, somebody bought that. Listen, we advise you to get, don't go up there no more because somebody bought that property. Well, I want to see them. I think, I think, I think I want to meet them. Cause I want to know what made you decide to buy this particular area of property. You know what I mean? Some people, some people have other arterial motors, but then when I found out, oh, they running a weed farm. Now understand that this was an area that, um, during the civil war, oh God, y'all, I don't even know the name of the area. Um, uh, uh, forgot what the name of the area is of course y'all know I always my team my team be listening but all at the same time they'll contact me so but I forgot what the name of this little place is but I'll find out we'll save that I'll write that down and I'll come back and I'll let y'all know so um moving right along again like I say make sure that you take the time out to um 
do you a little Juneteenth history lesson for you and your family. I don't care what color it is. It don't matter. Y'all, if anybody knows me, they know I just tell the truth. It is what it is, okay? So let's move along to uh, our young people's corner. (laughs) Y'all know young people are funny to me. So today, as I do when I got off, I was scrolling, right? And I saw something that says, how many of you can say you didn't use numbing spray for your tattoos? <laughs> now, in my mind, I was like, now, I know these kids are not acting like they're going to the damn dentist and putting on numbing cream before they get a tattoo. Now, my God, I thought that would probably do something to the ink or your tattoo can't look as good as it would if you didn't. I mean, like, my goodness. Y'all, I forgot the birthday shout-outs. Don't listen, team. Don't push me down. Don't push me down. I wish I had, like, a a real good memory of, oh, Sharon Pulley, I know you have a birthday. And uh, Michelle McDougal has had a birthday. Um, oh, Lord, y'all, I'm missing. I'm missing my birthday list today, but that's okay. I love my birthday, people. I will give you a shout-out today um, sometime or, or another will call you. So, hey, I do apologize. I forgot the birthday list. It's okay, though, y'all. So, yeah, this numb and spray. <laughs> I thought about birthdays because I thought about my generation. And I'm like, that was never, ever... I don't even, they didn't even make no shit like that to have to put on. Listen, part of getting the tattoos is the pain that you go through. And if you get numbed up, then you really ain't going through the pain like you're supposed to. So I did. They weak. Weak. Oh, they some of the weak. They might be smart. Let me tell you. Two things they know how to do. They can be smart and they weak. Okay. This generation, you know, I really, I, I, I had to really just sit and listen when they started telling me this is the greatest generation ever. In my mind, I'm like, now these jokers don't even know how to hardly tie their damn shoes. And they be 20 something years old. They buy all them little shoes with no laces and the vans with two strings in them. And um, I, I just said, well, well, well how you...